Welcome to Mock Footage. I really like movies. I do too, but I haven't seen too many. And that's why we're going to watch a bunch together. We'll make sure to keep it swear-free for Grandma. Definitely, and we will be talking about major plot details, so consider this your spoiler warning. Oh, I wonder what we're going to watch this week. Hello everyone, my name is Joseph Langlois, and this week we will be discussing The Truman Show. Hi, my name is Ray Giroso, and I keep thinking about WandaVision for some reason. Okay, relevant, right? I've seen it. I've seen people talking about it. I haven't seen it. Sorry. No, it's. I also assume it's a very Truman Show in my head. Wanda's on reason. TV. I know nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Question mark? Ray, instead of talking about WandaVision, which neither of us have seen, why don't we talk about a movie that one of us has seen? Uh, the Truman Show. Balto. Oh, have you seen Balto? Uh, a long time ago. Okay. Truman Show. <laughs> I would love to watch Balto right now. <laughs> the Truman Show is a movie about a man who lives his life uh, just normally, uh, mm-hmm. but it turns out... When you say normally, can you please elucidate, like, when, where are we, what is normal for this normal Ni- man? 19, 1970 businessman. Okay. Uh, happy wife and child, maybe two. Okay. Maybe one and one on the way. Okay. Uh, in a suburban neighborhood, and it's all nice, and, uh, we slowly learn that his life is actually just a a, a show that's being recorded, Mm -hmm. uh, and everybody around him is an actor, except for him. Yeah. Okay, so how does... everything is real. How... First, I want to get some specifics here. Who... Yeah. Who, what is the name of the character, and what is the name of the actor who plays this person? Oh, okay. So, it's Marcus Truman is the character. Okay. Uh, played by... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to picture a white man. Hold on. Mm-hmm. You're on the right track. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think. Like, I, I need a white man actor name. Hold on. Give me a second. When we did our little peek behind the curtain here, when we did our knowledge check of this movie, you, you said Bruce Willis. Now I'm going to take that one off the table. It's not Bruce Willis. But... I didn't say Bruce Willis. I was, I, we, I was, we were talking about Face Off when we said that. Oh, that's joke. true. That's true. <laughs> um, although it might be John Travolta. <laughs> How old was good old Johnny back in the 70s? Is the, so the movie is set in the 70s, but is it made in the 70s? It's made in like the eighties, nineties. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's probably John Travolta. I'm okay. doubling down. John Travolta. All right. Plays Marcus Truman, who is just a man living his life, and then it all falls down. Well, it doesn't fall down, but we, the viewers, learn that it's just a whole setup. A TV show, right? So now it's let's get TV into the show. plot. How does how does this happen? How does this man find himself? In a life that is a TV show, while he is all none the wiser to it. He was found as an orphan as a child and was convinced that his parents were actually his parents when they were actually just actors and they like raised him normally. Okay. It's very messed up and sad okay. because everything's a lie. And then he grows up. He even like gets a college degree, which that is also staged. Like, okay. this is all just, like, in a quick montage to catch you up. Okay. Uh, and then we get to the family life situation, and, like, 
we're not sure if his if the child is his child. Right. And then is the wife actually pregnant? It's a whole it's a whole thing. Right. Um and then like I think that's when things start to unravel cuz he's like is that my child? And then like he starts to notice like as the kids getting older he starts to notice that it doesn't look like him. No, um so like is this did he conceive this child? Oh, I see. Question. Like the timing is weird. Yes. But even more than that, it's like the neighbors are very like they act the same every single day. Like okay. nothing changes with them. They only interact when he's around. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you say this man starts to notice that his neighbors are on a loop and that people kind of only have conversations that are related to him or when he's around at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and like if, if that were the case for you or I, we would probably notice right away mm-hmm. if we are not currently living in a Truman show. Um, but this man has been living in a Truman show his whole life. What, what, there's got to be some kind of inciting incident, right? Like, what, what brings so the whole the thing off, off the rails? So here's the fun part. Here's why it, it starts is that he became, starts to become settled in his ways, you know, like, 30s. Like, this is my Oh, yeah, that's now. a good question, too. How, how old is he? He's mid, mid-30s? He's in his 30s now. Okay. Yeah, like, early 30s. Um, maybe late 20s. I don't know. I was, late 20s yeah. makes more sense to me. Regardless, um, you know, he's becoming more route in his activities and like the show is losing traction. Oh, okay. And uh, the other thing is, is that, you know, there's only so many topics you can discuss with a man on any given day, mm-hmm. every day. It can't just be about the weather every single day. Um, and he just starts to notice these little things. And then the show turns into... Oh, is he figuring it out? And then, like, the 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 actors have to try and 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 not let him figure it out. But the showrunners and producers are like, you know what? It's fine. It's interesting. It's different. Yeah. Um. Okay. What are some other major characters? I guess. Uh, like, like you mentioned that he has a wife and and kids or a his kid. wife Mary. Okay. Of course. Uh, we never get that actress playing Mary's name, but the wife known as Mary. Okay. Uh, Joshua, the son. Uh, the, 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 the neighbors, the, the perfect neighbors, who always bring a pie every Friday. Wow, pie day is Friday. Friday is pie day. Um, and then there's, like, the elderly nosy neighbor, like, across the street, who's, like, is just always trying to chat him up. Okay. Um, and again, so like the people in this fictional neighborhood are like all actors on the show, so they're not they're not watching the Truman Show. Who is? Oh, it's like a a daytime. Well, not a day, like um, I don't know. I don't know television terms. Like a, it's a network. Like a, it's not. It's a prime time. Prime time. Prime time. It's a prime time network show. Um, but he he doesn't watch TV, and when he does, they make sure like he's not watching oh. his show. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, although maybe that's one of the maybe he catches an episode of one of his his shows. On, okay. on his neighbor's TV on accident. 
For okay, a, so for that a... yeah, that sounds like something that could be happening. Like so, so <clears throat> this movie, at least for a good part of it, is about like setting up this fantastical situation and then starting to see how the seams are cracking and how he starts to see what's what's going on or at least start to raise questions about it does he find answers to those questions does he challenge his he existence? tries things okay how like uh, what, what what happens what does he do he tries to seduce his neighbor's wife okay um he tries to just take the car and just go away why and... wait so okay let's start with let's start with uh the, the seduction why, why does he try this like why what 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 does he think he's pushing against and is he successful and like what what comes out of that they're too happy and normal okay. so he wants to break that mold somehow and that's the only thing he could think of but more drastically when near the end of the movie he just tries to get in his car and drive away um he drives off the set oh Oh. It's a set. Just so you know, all of it is a set. All of a set. And he just drives he on out a set. of it. Like, yes. does he, like, drive through a wall? Not, I mean, he crashes through a wall, yes. Okay. But it doesn't, like, break it totally. Um, and, like, that's kind of, like, the climax of the film. Okay. It's him riding off into the real sunset. Yes. Okay. Um, What about the... The production team. What is their? What are they like? And what is their motives? And and what are they trying to accomplish with Truman? Um. Well, there's the director who just like wants to capture life as it is, as art. That's his motivation. Okay. Um. Which is still messed up. Mm-hmm. Uh. Can't can't understate that enough. Uh. Everybody else, they're just kind of doing their job. Since you've uh, pretty much nailed the production character, can you take a stab at what his name is? What? Uh, can you take a stab at what his name is? Um, his his first name's Caleb, but everybody calls him Mr. Johnston. Okay. Um, and so, uh, has Caleb been in charge of the show since the very beginning? Um, he's been part of the team since the beginning, but he's recently become showrunner I see. in the last two seasons. And when... When was the beginning of the show? Just to be totally clear, like how old was Marcus Truman when the Truman Show began? Like four. Like four. Okay. Around four. Um. So presumably, there's also like flashbacks to like an orphanage or something, and then he writes those off as dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's convinced that he had a family, actually. What are some of the most interesting ways that the the set of the Truman Show and the actors kind of create this facade and and kind of fill the gap? Because it is a set, right? Like, wh- mm-hmm. what do they do to make it lifelike enough for Truman to not see things for thirty years? Um. Well, the first thing that comes to me is the ice cream truck. Okay. Uh, that comes by uh, once in a while. It uh, has mostly the same flavors. But you know how when you have an uh, ice cream truck experience and you want, like, the SpongeBob with the, the gumball eyes mm-hmm. and it's not available and you're like, darn it, that's the one I wanted. I guess I'll take Buttercup today. Yeah. 
uh, Powerpuff Girl Buttercup for everybody who doesn't know. Obviously not um, a Buttercup flavored one, but like the Buttercup Powerpuff Girl popsicle, right. of course. Um, like you know, it just kind of rotates, and when his like his son decides that he wants to get ice cream, like some of the flavors just aren't available, mm-hmm. and the kid reacts negatively, and and he has to teach his son lessons about you can't always get what you want, right. <laughs> you know. Um, there's like a a a, a potluck, a, okay. like a neighborhood potluck that happens, like once a month, uh, and we get to see one of those, and it's just like everybody's having a good time. Okay. Uh, and like we hear like drama development from like some of the neighbors, like one of the sons is like going to college but he just switched majors and it's it's an art major and the parents are like really worried about it Uh uh-huh but again that if truman overheard that at a party like is was that like the actors slipping and talking about their real lives or was that scripted something that's part of the yeah no that's part of the script like talk about your son like make sure it's believable right it's like slight a lot some of it is improv right Right. but like here's the general gist of it Mm -hmm. um the other big question that would be asked about a guy living in this situation is that he's never been out of town right he's never been outside of the range of the set which can only be what like i don't even know how how big how big is the set a neighborhood like that, like you can take a town and turn it into a set, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Not like the whole town, but like a good, like a neighbor. His his neighborhood may be a little bit more than that. Yeah. So, but like, he's never been out like, of town. You're if right. you're standing in the middle of the set, you can see the horizon in any direction. Right. But then right. from there, so is it like what does the structure of this look like from the outside? Because it's got to be pretty massive. Yeah. So if you're looking at it, it's like. It's kind of sectioned off, so like the rest of the town is just fine. Mm-hmm. Like they're told, like they're told not to come into this one, and like. Well, oh, okay. So, so it's it's in the middle of a a fully functioning town. Part of it has just been cordoned off for this show, for yeah. forever, basically. Yeah. For 30 and years. the fun thing is that like that doesn't get really like shown and explained. Is like he goes to college and stuff, right? So like right. they had to like figure that out. Right. Like, how is he gonna get offset? Like who's going? There's no with college him. on the set, so right. okay. So how do they? Well, that was my question. Is like how do they? He he's never had any urge to travel. He's never had any urge. Well, that's to... also part of why in this he starts figuring it out. Like his wife has never expressed interest in going anywhere. Uh, they had their honeymoon at home. Okay. And like he wa- and like the thoughts never crossed his mind, but like. He saw like a pamphlet or a flyer at his job okay. or something, and it like was like, oh, like a vacation would be nice. I I don't take vacations. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh no. <laughs> okay. And then and then presumably everybody starts talking him out of it. Yeah, like the boss, like he talks to his boss about like potential vacation days, and then he's like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, 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 son, yeah, that's fine. And then like he goes away, and then. The, the actor just like slumps in his chair, it's like, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> and okay. like runs off set to be like, um, we have a problem. Okay. I think that it's interesting because I think that like this is one of those cases where you, you have gotten the zeitgeist experience because a lot of specifics are wrong, but I think you've got the general, like, the feel of what the movie's going for. Yeah. So I guess 
the way that I can keep this interesting be, is before watching the movie, do you think it's about anything in a broader sense rather than just like the actual events of the movie if you were take, to take them literally? Like, is there is well, there some broader message being conveyed here? Well, to me, it's a psychological horror about unreality, right? It might not be posited as that. Um, okay. But that's definitely what it is. For you and, specifically, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for me specifically, that's <laughs> what this movie is. And I'm absolutely terrified to watch this movie right now. <laughs> that is that is one more important thing that I think we should touch on. What is the tone of the movie like? Um, There's like... With John Travolta very, as the leading man. It's very light and like campy for the most part, but like when when mr truman is like realizing things or thinking about things like there's just like an eerie moment there's eerie moments like of just silence okay and you can like see gears turning and like it's it's like is this happening or is it not and it's it's very stressful okay okay well, but overall, light and campy. Yeah, I think I think we're in a pretty good place to start watching the movie. And I just recently watched this, not not a half a year ago. But I'm honestly, I'm excited to watch it again, having had this conversation. So, <laughs> what, okay. what 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 was your favorite line from the movie? Which one stuck to you? Stuck out to you the most? Um, did I name the son Joshua? Is I think what so. I said? Yeah. Okay. Um, very, very Josh... biblical family names with Marcus Truman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's Joshua when uh, uh, his mother bakes another apple pie. And it's like, they say this like every like pie night. Mm-hmm. He's like, huh, not another apple pie, mom. Yeah. And then like you hear the laugh track. Yeah. It, but it's not there. Yeah. But you hear it, and yeah. it's bad. Yeah. Maybe do we we see that scene later on in the movie, like being played on the show, but there's a laugh track added. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That must be why you say that all the time. Like whenever I bring apple pie to anything, you're just like, oh, not another apple pie, mom. You do this every Friday to me too. Every Friday, I know it's weird. So strange. Um, you know, I've never had the inkling to really go on a vacation. <laughs> Maybe I should go on a vacation. Right? You, know, do you, you know, that's a good idea. Uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Maybe we should take a, a popcorn break first and watch a movie. Let's just settle down and watch a movie. I think. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> All right, so. So, Ray. So, so my friend. So, me. So-called friend. Uh, so, whoa. 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 No need for that. Lie to me? No you need lie for to me? that. I've lied to you plenty of times. <laughs> and that's I how know. you know I'm honest. <laughs> what have you lied to me? I lie all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I used to lie a lot more often. And then you were free. Like, I would say things like... I'm Okay. Okay, yeah, all that. That's fine. <laughs> uh-huh. like, yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing uh, pretty yeah, good. That's, yeah, of course. Ray, how are you feeling? <laughs> pretty good. Um, I I really enjoyed that horror movie. Yeah. Um. Uh, it was good. I liked it. Um, yeah, it's it's. it's it was really, really good. good. I like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So as I kind of alluded to in the first half, you you were you were pretty much spot on. Like like the details weren't right. The scale was a little bit bigger. Like Truman does go to college, 
but he goes to college in Sea Haven, which is the town. The whole town is a set. Uh, he is born on on camera, not adopted at the age of four. Like all, like everything that you said, but bigger. Real, real quick. I almost said real thick. Real quick before you d- do your synopsis. I thought I was already going too big with my <laughs> ideas. Mm-hmm. Is the issue here? Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, we have a we have an entire dome. Apparently, the the second uh, man-made structure visible from space next to listen, the Great Wall. This entire dome, uh, which is dedicated to being the set for the Truman Show, and perched in the moon, uh, <laughs> is the production team, including Kristoff, who's kind of the. The, the producer like there there are multiple people but if you're talking about a character in charge of um the production it's, it's him it's Kristoff. it's his show it's his idea and he was in charge of the corporation that legally adopted truman as a baby we're really getting one step closer to dystopias every day yeah uh this movie we could talk about a lot of things with this movie oh, yeah. so i think we should pick one or two or maybe three things to focus on. So what 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 would you like to talk about? Well, here let me let me give You're, a brief plot summary. I was like, you don't, you don't want to do a for the benefit of the off, uh, audience. Um, give me just a moment. Come on, just off the cuff. Come on, bud. I believe no, in you. I I always regret it when I do that. So I, I, I like your me and just bang it out in three sentences. Come on. Uh. Okay, all right. I, well, I, I have it up in front of me, but I'll just make it up instead. Um, so, Truman, does he have a last name? Burbank. Truman Burbank, Burbank portrayed by Jim Carrey, was adopted at birth by a corporation uh, to be the star of a television show. And in that television show, his entire life is real and true, except that everyone around him is an actor including his best friend, including his wife, including his parents. Um, And through various means, the show has reined him in and kept him on this island his whole life. But when he was in his college years, he met somebody who told him that he was on a TV show and little, like, flaws here and there have allowed him to come to the realization that it's all fake, and he learns that more and more and eventually breaks out of the television set to go live a real life. Um, that's the plot, but... <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. You did good. I'm proud of you on that one. Thank you. <laughs> um, the, the major characters are Truman himself. There's his wife, Meryl, who he meets in college through the, through the show, like the, the show... The, the Truman Show, like, scripts her into his life. Um, one of the inciting incidents, or one of the incidents that, that Truman, like, starts to notice things are wrong is when he looks through their wedding photos and he notices that she's crossing her fingers in one of the wedding photos when they're kissing um, to indicate that she, like, you know, it's it's a farce to some extent. She she doesn't, her wedding vows are invalid because she's crossing her fingers or whatever. Um, but... Anyway, so there's Meryl, his wife, there's Marlon, his best friend, there's Sylvia, or Lauren, uh, who is the girl he met in college who was not really with the program of The Truman Show, and then there's Kristoff, the producer. 
Um, and Kristoff doesn't really come into the movie until like halfway through it or so. But well, actually, the first shot is of Kristoff. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, he becomes more of a character in the second half. So I'll ask again: What was your favorite bit of pulling the wool over Truman's eyes, as it were? Uh, what was your favorite bit oh, that they did oh. to to keep him in the world? I think it's just Marlin. Marlin, yeah, Marlin's so good. I think just Marlin as as an existence in his life to try and ram and yeah. sucks. Yeah, and and it it works and it sucks. Well, it supposedly works. Well, it works for a while. Anyway, it works uh, for Marlin a long is time. My, they're best friends. Yeah. Quotes. Yeah. But uh, like you also can tell that the guy's just doing his job and he's just a very good actor. Yeah. For but for I, the, the thing is that I think that a lot of the people in the Truman show like are they are just actors but they also yeah. feel like they're part of something great because mm-hmm. in fairness there are millions of people around the world that watch the Truman show and take a lot of comfort in it and it's uh-huh. like what what like are they are, are are all these actors that are participating in this are they all evil I don't know Listen, I don't have time to unpack all this. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We could get into a lot of stuff. I don't have enough time. <laughs> what, what did you want to talk about? It sounded like you had something on the tip of your tongue. There is one very important thing that I wanted to talk about in this movie, and it's you already mentioned it. It's the, the horror of the fact that there's millions of people watching this and they're okay with it. Yeah. That, yep. that is one of the big... And it's, it's just subtle. It's very it's subtle. It's very subtle. Also interesting, we know this as the viewer of the movie because we see private moments. We like we see shots into their homes watching the Truman show. Yeah. And also <laughs> at the end of the movie, like when Truman breaks out of the set and they finally end the Truman show, all of the people cheer for him. They're all like, "Yeah, you did it, Truman. Way to go." And then the security guards are like, okay, what else is on TV? Like, uh-huh. I, I, I don't, like, <laughs> I can't like, be bothered yeah. to. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's where it ends. That's legit where it ends. Yeah, that's the last shot is the, is the guards. It's great. It's a great commentary. Um, but the, the fact that so many people are just saying this was ethically sound <laughs> in this universe. It, it's not. It's not it's the about. Scary part. Yeah, exactly. To me, it's not about like whether or not. I believe that it's plausible. I believe that if if That's a corporation decided part. to adopt a person, it's it's Black Mirror, right? You know, like bit, if, yeah. if a corporation adopted a kid and made a TV show out of his life, people would watch it for sure. Yeah, and there'd be a small segment, me included, most likely. Just like Sylvia that said, what you're doing is wrong. That's busted. That is busted, my guy. Oh, goodness. But even Sylvia is kind of morally gray, right? Because she, like, Sylvia is supposed to be the true love interest of the movie, not of the Truman show, the show within the movie. But she's supposed to be, like, the person that that Truman really had a, a genuine spark with and he never forgot her. And, uh, and like, she, meanwhile, is still pining over Truman years later, but she's watching the Truman show. Like, she was in love with Truman before she met him because she was a fan of the show. And that's how she got on in the first place. 
Right. So, like, like the implication at the end of the movie is that Truman's supposed to, like, leave the set and Sylvia's going to go find him and they're going to get together. But is that okay? <laughs> like, how does he how does he have a genuine relationship with anybody? I, I don't know. There's a lot of questions, Joe. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Here's the other thing about the end this of the movie. This is my philosophy it's, degree coming out. No, no, you're right. It's good. It's fine. Is that we're supposed to rejoice but there's so many things for truman to deal with after leaving the set yeah that like that's not what the movie's about but yeah like okay there's a lot of complications still like is he okay yeah is he okay no i mean he definitely wasn't okay in this in the show because no as as one of the producers pointed out there's this whole scene at the end where Kristoff, the, the the big bad producer, is like ramping up this storm to try to knock Truman out of the boat, potentially kill him at sea. Um, and Ugh. and uh, Truman doesn't care. He's like, keep it yeah. coming. Is that the worst you can do? And like one of the producers is even mar- uh, comments like he's gonna drown and he doesn't even care. Like that's not okay. Nope. I, there was a part of me during this whole thing and content warning for, for, for talk of death specifically is that is Truman going to kill himself at some point or consider it? Yeah. And, you know, we were towing that line on that boat scene, but right. I was really worried about that because, like, that's not the air that the movie was giving off. But, um, like, in the bits where everybody was trying to make sure he didn't escape, like the whole nuclear leak thing and the people in the suits like that was legitimately terrifying it was yeah and the whole time they were pointing a camera at him yep yep oh or 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 they just had a camera on his person like his wedding ring is a camera oh yep which is so disgusting it's a lot (laughs) this just the symbolism of that alone yeah yeah (sighs) one of the one of my favorite bits of the of the things that they do to create this reality that I I kind of noticed or took stock of at least the first time on mm-hmm. this one. I, this is like my fourth or fifth time watching this movie in my life. And uh, the I, I noticed this time that when Truman goes to the newsstand, which has become part of his daily routine, uh, there's always a guy standing there with today's uh-huh. paper holding it open so that even if Truman doesn't pick up the paper, he's reading the headline. And so they can like subtly put information into his head right. that way yeah. which they you know they they do they they always like like one of the first things that happens in the movie is a giant skylight falls falls out of the out of the sky presumably like a, a set failure or whatever um but then as he's driving to work he hears on the news about how like a aircraft was falling apart you know right in and shedding parts and of course the radio chatter is also done live to make sure um, you know, it's being fed to him live. Exactly, exactly. And it's 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 wild how the whole world does revolve around Truman in this show, but they do it subtly enough that I I do think it's feasible that he could he could not notice for for as long as he did. Oh yeah, no, like that's also the scary part, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. This is a horror movie. 
It is. I mean, it's it's a it's a drama, and it's it's funny because it's Jim Carrey, but he's not like o- overly wacky like right. how Jim Carrey is. He's he just, was charming. He was, he was yeah, charming he was really song. charming. Um, and like played the role well. Uh, yeah, it's a good flick. <laughs> I when was this movie? Ninety eight. I want to say. Okay, it felt more recent than that. I was surprised at how recent the mo- movie is. Because I thought, based off of conversations I've heard from everybody, is that this was, like, an older movie. No, I see. the 70s or 80s. Yeah, no. No, it's weird because, like, the set is kind of a little bit more retro than the 90s, but it's supposed to be present day. Yeah, it's like like 50s, 60s feel to me. Yeah, at least Truman's house. His briefcase gives me lots of 60s vibes. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Anyway, um, yeah, I was just surprised at how recent the movie is because, like, I thought it was, like, a classic classic, not, like, a... A a modern classic? Not another... Joe watched it when he was growing up because it was in the 90s and everything... I was five when this movie came out, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just... I didn't know Jim Carrey was in it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know a lot about this movie, as you can probably not tell. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. When you said John Travolta, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I legitimately had no names at the top of my I don't head, think... even though I told myself. It wasn't I a bad guess, play. but I don't think, like, this movie would be special if it was John Travolta. And I'm not even going to say no shade, because I, I kind of mean a little bit of shade. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till we get to face off with mm-hmm. Willis Cage and John Travolta. I Willis? Bruce Willis oh, or Nick Cage, as in Willis yeah. Cage. The same guy, right? I don't know. I guess I do want to... We, we've been skirting around the surface so long to avoid talking about anything deeper. But there are a lot of really, like, esoteric, question, uh, esoteric questions that you could ask or introspection that you could do and um, about a lot of different things. Like, for me, yeah. the nature of surveillance and security... Uh, and how that's kind of touched on in this movie. Like, like n- I'm not saying that the Truman Show is happening to me or anybody, but we are always all kind of being watched. Yeah. Like, and that's... Yeah. That, and then, of course, to, to, to put a little wrinkle on that, people like you and I intentionally put our voices and faces on the internet for... I don't... <laughs> for something. For something, for some reason. <laughs> For you, the audience, is um, the real answer. So, I mean, what's, what is something that stuck out to you? What, what is one of the big themes that, that hit you the, on the first watch? I mean, there were so many things happening with this movie, but obviously, like, freedom of choice and whether or not... It's like it, it's not like one of those circulating themes, but I I was thinking about it a lot while watching the movie. Like free will. Like free will, because he does not like the movie posits and the characters posit it as yeah, of course he has free will. Yeah, like he's at making one point, all his decisions. And we're just point, working around him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but yeah. they're not because they're keeping him there. They're keeping him there. They're they're inventing ways to keep him there as well. And and at one point, Christoph says like. Uh, yeah, he could leave at any time. If he was truly determined, he could find the truth out about this place, and we there was nothing we could do to stop him. And this is immediately after, like, 
inventing a forest fire and inventing uh-huh. a nuclear leak at the plant uh-huh. and then also making all of the people in radioactive gear as though they're trying to um, sti- uh, stifle the, the radioactive leak, which doesn't exist. Uh-huh. Instead of dealing with that, they all start to tackle him and arrest him and take him home. This uh-huh. is like, that's 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 what happened. And then in the next scene, Kristoff is like, oh yeah, he could... He could get out if he wanted to. I really like that interview with Kristoff because yeah. my eyebrows were up here the whole time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and that's oh, that's it? the way that people with power think, too. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, if he really wanted to, he could he could work his way out of whatever he's in if he was really determined, even though there's so many things working against him. That... Right. Guess what you did later, Kristoff? You tried to drown him? Yeah. And... and immediately after trying to drown him says listen truman you can you have a choice to make you can stay here and nothing will ever hurt you like it's like she's trying to kill him yeah Uh uh-huh i was um i was absolutely horrified by the ways in which there's the the show psychologically scarred and abused Truman mm-hmm. to keep him on the island. Mm-hmm. He's afraid of dogs. He's afraid of water. They killed his dad. Like Yeah. That messes like yeah. that messes people up and like it like they breeze past all that. Yep. Those are just like tiny snippets. It's just a part of his character. But, yo, that's messed up. Yeah. He's afraid of water because uh, he inadvertently got his dad killed when he was a young kid. Um, mm-hmm. That was that was scripted, of course, and it didn't actually happen. But to Truman, it did. And now he has trauma. And that's <laughs> And even not after okay. he leaves the set of the show, he will continue to continue have that to trauma. Have trauma. <laughs> and that is still not okay. And, and somebody... This corporation better pay for his therapy. I mean, even and if they, they do, they... Like, They'll just record the therapy sessions and put it on, like, YouTube or something. That, that, this is the other interesting part of Truman, is that, like... Like, imagine that you were in his shoes and you did start to see hints and, and um, like, evidence that your whole life was a farce and that everyone Yeah, I've seen this guy glitch out. Yeah, of course. Um, Have I told that story? Remind me to tell this fun story. <laughs> Um, and then you start asking your friends and family and they like, at least one of them, your best friend gives you a really convincing case saying like, listen, if everyone's in on it, I have to be on it. Like, you know, I, I I can't be lying to you. We've been best friends since we were seven years old, yada, yada, yada. All the stuff that Marlon said to to Truman. And like in that moment, Truman wants to believe him. (laughs) Because he doesn't want his whole life to be a farce. I wanted to believe him. Yeah, I know. Though, I did too. Even though they were cutting to Kristoff, feeding the words right into Marlon's <laughs> ears. But it was still such a good performance. I know. <laughs> That's what made that work. Yeah. Like, cinematically made that work. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, um, we could go on. <laughs> we could. But... Yeah, honestly, we could. The, the thing about it is... It's it's a messed up movie with a messed up premise, and it does a good job bringing those messed up things to light. Regardless of where you're at when you go into this movie, I think that coming away from it, you will be thinking about something, and it will stay with you for some time. Like you will, it, it's not it's not going to be like oh you go to sleep and then you wake up the next day and forgot you watched it. No, you're going to be 
<laughs> it's gonna it's gonna make you think, and it's it's really incredible how many themes they get in this movie without being like overly. They're they're not like they don't take them to selves too seriously. They don't they don't provide any answers like they and it's not too esoteric or wrapped up in its own mystery to be anything that you can understand but they manage to layer all these themes in a way that is easy to easy to tackle or at mm-hmm. least easy to to confront and uh, understand and then it's up to you to like ask those questions if you if you have the energy to do so um, a, a thought just occurred in my brain while you were you were saying all these wonderful things, and it was, um, this is no shade to you. Uh, it was, this movie is a f- philosophy major's nectar. I feel like... <sighs> it Because it's a great way to approach, like, those big esoteric questions yeah. without being too heavy and bogging you down. Exactly. Because, like, you can pursue what you want after this if i was a philosophy professor i would teach my intro to philosophy class based on this movie <laughs> so you would be an okay professor <laughs> it would be better than my intro to philosophy professor who taught us using only the republic by plato Ooh, burn david it sucked <laughs> that sounds like it sucks you talk about the republic so much and how well, much it is also related to this movie because a lot of what's going on with Truman is the allegory of the cave, which is from the Republic. But we don't need to get into that. <laughs> not on, not, not on in recording. We yeah. can talk about it later. Oh. So uh, I, I was trying to get us out of here and <laughs> we got going you... again. Um, That's fine. Ray, what did you think of Meryl really quick? That's a great question. Um, I kind of liked that she wasn't a good actor. I I liked that she was trying, but not succeeding enough. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, she was doing a good enough job to be Truman's wife. But not, but, for, not for that many years. Right. And, like, you could tell it was wearing on her as an mm-hmm. actress. Like, there's layers here. <laughs> and a person. Because that's the other and thing, is that, like... Truman is not the only person who's been abused here. Like they wanted, they yes. wanted her to have a baby with him for the sake of the show. And it, it, they never answer whether or not she was okay with that. No, it's just happening. No, yeah, uh, she's an actor, so it's it's part of the role. She's just playing a role. TV's first live conception. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I physically reeled at that line. What a disgusting person. Um, not to mention his God complex, uh, which like when, when Truman asks who he is, he's talking as a voice from the sun and he says, I am the creator of a very, of a worldwide yes. television yes. show. It's, it's like, there's a very telegram. important pause there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's very telegraphed that this, this character has a God complex and it's, and it's just very funny and also very sad Yeah, and disgusting. Ray, would you recommend watching this movie to somebody who's never seen it before? Yes. Okay. Unequivocally. I, I like would. That. No, it's very good. Um, this is probably my most favorite conversation we've had in recent memory. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, better than E.T., is, if, if that's what you're saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, E.T., go home, right? 
Uh, uh, I, I love how at the end of this movie, Truman says, E.T., go home, and then walks through the Yeah, exit. really wild. Um, <laughs> They're like, you gotta <laughs> say something. You're on live television in front of millions of viewers. And you're like, oh, God's cracked. It's over for God. <laughs> <laughs> um, before I wrap up entirely, do you have anything else that you want to talk about with this flick? So many things. <laughs> so many things. Um, set design is great. I like how... Oh, this is a, this was a, a small thing, too. Um, use of advertisement. <laughs> yeah, product placement. And apparently product that's placement. how the show makes all its revenue. It's disgusting. I love it so much. Yeah. It's absolutely vile. Yeah. Yeah. So like whenever whenever Meryl comes home from work, she's like, oh, look at this cool new thing I got at the store and then talks about it. And Truman's like, who are you talking to? And whenever Marlon comes over, he's always like, oh, I got a six pack of beer and shows the label of the beer to the camera uh-huh. every time. Um, uh. Yeah, that was so gross. It's a lot of tiny things coming together to make this disgusting, slimy mess. But slimy mess is a good thing in this case. It's a good flick. Um, thank you, Ray, so much for watching this movie with me. Thank I, you, I'm really Joe. glad that you saw it. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for bringing this movie into my my cultural oeuvre. That's not how you use those words. No. Um, thank you also to Chongo. Ryan Chongo for letting us use the song Hat Shop. Thank you also to Ryan Chongo for letting us use his song Hat Shop out of the album. Nope, Hat of Serenity. <laughs> Leaving both now. Just go. Yep. Uh, thank you also to Ryan Chongo for letting us use the song Hat of Serenity off of his album Hat Shop for our intro and outro music. Thank you to Ross Gerson for letting us use your amazing artistic abilities and making the wonderful uh, uh, cover art, icon art, whatever it's called, for, for mock footage. We're not mock footage without it. Indeed, indeed. Um, and you can reach us. You can reach reach With out. Your hands. Like the way that, that Depeche Mode song goes. Reach out and touch me. Oh, it's, it's not me, it's Faith. And also, you can't touch us on Twitter, but you can find us on Twitter, <laughs> at MockFootage. And uh, you can send us suggestions of movies to watch. We are currently doing recording this show a little bit differently than we had before, um, in that, first of all, we are recording it. And secondly, we are recording it with about a month of buffer time. So if we don't get to your movie right away, that doesn't mean we didn't see it. Um, but we will try to answer and go through as many suggestions as possible as well as the ones that we want to watch on our own so you can find us on twitter again at mock footage or send an email to mock footage at gmail.com and let your friends know about the show we're back um i this is our second week back but <laughs> i i do want to say thanks for your patience as we took a few months to get the gears turning again and uh now that we are back we intend to keep Keep them coming, so let your let it's your friends be, in on the fun. It's gonna be good, y'all. I also, can feel it. I haven't talked about this in a while either, but I, I do the, know that one of our fans and previous guest, Peter, plays the home version of mock footage um, yeah. with his partner. So I recommend that you do the same thing and let us know how it goes. Like if, if find a movie that your your best friend or your loved one or your your dad has never seen, and make them watch it with you. 
And but before that, make them guess what it's about. That's fine. Live, live the conceit of mock footage and share media with those you love. Indeed, do it. I dare you. I, now, now you have, you have to. to. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Could I lie to you, Ray? Um, what was your? Yeah, you lie to me all the time. What was your favorite? Like that one time you said you were okay and you weren't. <laughs> what was your favorite line from the movie, Ray? Would I lie to you? <laughs> um, I don't even know what she says. Meryl says something when, when Truman grabs her and has a chopping knife u- utensil thing to her. Says do something? Or when she says, how can I be expected to carry that, on under these yeah. conditions? It's so yes. unprofessional! It's so good. 